Welcome to the Business, Wealth and Mindset Podcast. Your space for real motivational interviews and cutting-edge business content to inspire your positive mental attitude. And now, your host, Alex Sopala. Uh, thank you very much, Anwar Dank, for um, coming on to uh, speak to us on this uh, Business, Wealth and Mindset podcast. And uh, yeah, it'd be good to um, just capture your, you know, your, your journey and your story in a way that uh, you know, can inspire some of our, our, our audience as well. So it's good to link up with you uh, uh, through Sharon. So um, yeah, looking forward to um, yeah, learning more about you and uh, uh, you know, giving us a bit of your um, wisdom and golden nuggets as well, the successes, the challenges and the lessons within. So I thought probably um, we can begin by if you just uh, give, a, give us a bit of a background about yourself, like from humble beginnings and growing up on your journey, and then we can pick the lessons and the challenges and the story within. Is that is that all right, yeah? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, thanks for having me, first and foremost. Um, I didn't actually realise this was going to be recorded as a podcast, but I'm, I'm good to go, no problem. Absolutely. So, yeah, a little bit about myself and my background. Mm. I mean, just very quickly, you know, I think a, a kind of classic story of a lot of entrepreneurs is I, you know, I left school without really any qualifications. Mm. I say left, that's saying it kindly. <laughs> I was kind of, I was asked politely to, to leave. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a good year ahead, as it was called, and he said to me, you know, Douglas, there's nothing left here for you. Uh, you should probably leave before you get expelled. Um, so I did that and I went on to college. First, you know, I kind of, my dad was a mechanic, a very skilled mechanic. So I went and did, uh, you know, motor mechanics for a mm. while. And I quickly realized that that wasn't for me. So uh, then I was sat on the stairs waiting to go into a class one day and I looked up and I just saw it. A music recording studio so mm. I went straight away and I signed up to create music because before that but I'd been a DJ and stuff anyway at that time so mm. it made sense to me so I went and I got some qualifications in audio and music technology and I did that for quite a while um, and then after a while for various reasons I came back to what I call my first love, which was martial arts. Yeah. Mm. So I always had an interest in the, the arts, shall we say. Yeah. And that led me into the world of security um, and being pretty much the smallest bouncer around. <laughs> I'm a small guy, so um, mm. I was a very small bouncer, so a lot of it was about mind, which yeah. was good because... That led to me running my boss's company for a few years. And mm. then when he kind of dropped the ball, I picked it up and then ran my own company for about four years. Yeah. But the industry was just changing so much. Society was kind of certainly in the, 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 the town where the kind of bulk of my business was, was taking a turn I didn't like. Mm. Uh, so therefore, long story short, I gave that up and went to 
you know, change career. And I went for my personal trainer certificate. Mm-hmm. And when I got that, I then moved out of that town to the town I currently run. Uh, it's backwards. <clears throat> my, wow. My, wow. Health, my health academy. So I'm actually in here just now. Wow. Um, moved here, but I started out by cleaning toilets in one of the big leisure facilities along the road. Mm-hmm. And then just worked my way up um, to you know, doing classes and ended up doing so much work for them, which eventually led to me getting this place and opening up and doing my own thing. Because mm. I always like to try and do my own thing. I've always kind of been that way um, mm. throughout my whole life. You could say I was, I've always had the entrepreneurial spirit, whatever you want to call it. Mm. Um, because I like to be free to, to, to express my work, shall we yeah. say. So things mm-hmm. like taking uh, grants that would then have me beholden to a system and things like that, I stay, I stay away from all of that. Yeah. I just do it on my own by myself. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the last year has been quite rough, especially yeah. for the health and fitness industry. <laughs> the irony is everything that, was in pl- that they wanted in place for COVID safety is how I've always run my facility anyway. Um, so there was no real big changes as far as I how, how I run my facility. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing this for about the past five years, and that has most certainly led on to some interesting work that I never really intended to get into. Yeah. Excuse me, which ironically ties back to mechanics. Yeah. So I'm more of a body mechanic than a car mechanic. All right, okay. You know, quite a lot of that comes from martial art practice because if you study martial arts correctly, then it's all about learning about the human body. And going back, you know, hundreds of thousands of years, sifus or teachers or whatever name you want to give them from, from whatever discipline and, and um, mm. uh, culture have always had that kind of healing thing as well. And that just seems to have been something that came forth in in my work. And so what I, you know, I love to do in my work now is uh, I like to help people recover and heal physically and mentally in ways that they've been told they wouldn't or in ways they told they would just have to live with it and things Mm. like that. Mm. So essentially, you know, it just kind of happened that these people would land on my doorstep and being the, I like to say I'm a bit like a dog with a bone. I don't give up. So they come to me and they're like, oh, you, you know, I'll just have to live with this. And I'm like, mm, I'm not convinced. And, you know, nine times out of 10, because of that tenacity and my love for what I do, which is basically helping people, because I love that part, even in my security work, <clears throat> my mantra as a as a bouncer was, you know, we're not here. Our job is not to stop people getting in or throw people out. Our job is to ensure that everyone has a good night. Mm-hmm. So you do whatever mm-hmm. it is that surrounds that core function, which is yeah. to help people enjoy their night and have a good night. Mm-hmm. So that's what I like to say is, you know, I love to help people. And currently that manifestation is, is what I do now. And I don't see that changing for a long time because, you know, that mm. how I can help people physically and or mentally 
is a is a blessing to be able to do that. And I think you know, I love to help people, but I think this is my purpose. I don't think I know it now. You know, I'm one hundred percent sure that this is my purpose now. So yeah. I'm quite comfortable in that. <laughs> oh, brilliant! That that's really really good. I mean, you mentioned. Uh, uh, two key words in, in there that I just picked up. I mean, first you mentioned about the mindset as well, which which is quite key. And then later on you mentioned about the discipline as well. So, I mean, just picking up from that, because, I mean, you mentioned yourself initially, the stuff that you've done has been just yourself, uh, pushing yourself to achieve. Is that uh, because there wasn't, like, people around you like or role models or support that would actually almost like babysit you or help you to, to your journey then you just had to build this you know tenacity to say look I'm just gonna go for it myself or was there something else behind it because it looks like you picked up this mindset that you know it's got to be me and I'm just gonna go for it <laughs> yeah that's actually very um observant of you to, to say that from what I, to, to pick that up from what I said. Funnily enough, I was thinking about this just on Monday while I was crushing myself on a hill run. Mm. It was just what you were saying there. I was thinking about influences and role models that I've had in my life, and really they haven't been that many. Mm. <laughs> Excuse me, and fix this. There we go. Squint. Um, there really haven't been that many. I can point to my first martial arts coach, John, may he rest in peace. Um, he was a great inspiration. You know, mm. I'll never forget, this is one, excuse me, my favourite stories, as I was at a competition and there wasn't many people there. And as I've said, I'm a very small guy and I was even smaller then. Mm. Um, not just because I was younger, but in the last couple of years, I've put on a lot more mass just because I yeah. got into heavy lifting. Not to get bigger, that just happened by yeah. proxy. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm quite enjoying it. But in that competition, the only guy I could be paired with was a guy that was literally about that much bigger than me, taller mm -hmm. and just bigger yeah. in general. Mm. And I, remember, I was a much better fighter, much better judo fighter than him. There was no two ways about that, but it was just mm. dealing with his size was so tough. <laughs> and so I kept kind of getting him down and getting him down and getting small scores. And, and I'll never forget one of the times we went down and I didn't score. He just kind of flopped on top of me. And I'll never forget getting up and kind of looking over at him was just that look, not of defeat, but of not demoralized, I'm trying, deflated, deflated yeah. uh, on my face and my Coach John, um, and may God rest his soul, was on the referee panel. Yeah. And I looked up at him, he sat up straight with this, and he went, pointed at me, pointed at the guy, and then he pointed down. <laughs> he just went, you put him down. And I'll never forget that because I stood up and I just kept going at it, and then I managed to get, you know, the Wazari which is the second highest score, which then guaranteed me uh, winning the fight because the guy wasn't throwing me. Um, so, yeah, he was definitely, you know, somewhat of a role model, you could yeah. say, and an inspiration in many ways. Like, he mm. definitely taught me about toughness. And judo is, in general, as a sport or a martial art, more importantly, 
is very good for that because you're basically slamming bodies and having your body slammed off of the ground. So it helped to teach that, you know. So that would definitely be one. Yeah. And, uh, it is kind of hard, like for for one to one personal kind of uh, role models, mentors. Not a great deal, to be honest. So you're correct. I have drawn a lot of it from education. You know, yeah. reading philosophy. I was originally it was you know Far Eastern philosophy was my big thing. Obviously, being a martial artist and being inspired that way. You know, Bruce Lee obviously was yeah. a huge thing. Initially, it was Brandon Lee, but I found out about Bruce Lee through Brandon Lee. Brandon Strangely, Lee. it was a kind of <laughs> backwards from. It's always the there, yeah. The other way around, isn't it? And I was lucky to be coached by a second-generation Bruce Lee student um, via via a first-generation student. Mm. It's it's funny it comes up now because I was saying it to one of my young students yesterday brought up Bruce Lee, Mm. and he knew that I'd trained in Bruce Lee's art that's a whole other discussion (laughs) (laughs) talking about bruce lee's art and that's the the reason i left there to be honest because they all bicker and mine's better and mine's better and i was like yeah Yeah. bye (laughs) goodbye um so i was lucky enough to be uh, trained by him so tech there's like basically the lineage runs bruce lee ted wong tommy and then me Mm-hmm. Uh, which is not something I really ever talk about or think about is my lineage in martial arts because that's yeah. something that's so popular, so um, important to other people, but I just don't mm. really care about. Yeah. I don't really care about the lineage. I care about the, the skill set, the ability, and especially uh, yeah. someone's capabilities as a teacher. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very, very critical of people uh, yeah. when they teach these things. So, yeah. So yeah um, <clears throat> Mostly self-taught is definitely the, and, and especially recently, you know. Yeah, wow. But it it, it looks like um, that that kind of upbringing and, and growing up uh, in a way, whether right or wrongly, has actually enabled you to break through into your own definition of success. Because in your mind, you've created a vision of what success and living in accordance with you as a person and your values is uh so and you mentioned a keyword as well uh, in terms of discipline as well because that's a uh, quite a key area in martial arts isn't it discipline because uh, in, uh, in as far as there is like the physical side of it but the big chunk of that is is the mind isn't it yeah you talk yeah. us about people so often think about the word discipline as a negative as well they think about it as being mm-hmm. told what to do because that's kind of certainly you know we're, we're raised with the word discipline, meaning do what you're told, basically. Yeah. Mm. When actually what discipline is, is your own ability to consistently yeah. carry things forward yeah. and do what needs to be done to get the outcome you require, which is yeah. a big thing I teach to my young mentoring yeah. students. Mm. Is that, you know, school, just, you know, whether you love it or hate it, look at it as training. You know, you're learning to deal with stuff that comes at you that you don't want to do yeah and that's a lesson to carry forward in life if you can do that i, I taught it to my own kids um, and i teach it to my young mentoring students as well and i was like you know if you look at it that way that yeah. school isn't preparing you necessarily in an educational form 
uh, in a formal education way for life. Mm-hmm. It's more of an informal education. Yeah. It's, the, it's the education that's hidden below mm-hmm. the education, if you get mm-hmm. my meaning. Yeah. And it's just something I never saw or it's a concept that I couldn't even grasp when I was at school. But I can mm-hmm. see it as that now. So I kind of teach that concept to, to younger ones going through school and it, it tends to work very well for them. So yeah. it does. And I think that's very, very important to understand, mm-hmm. you know, what discipline actually is at a young yeah. age. It's not that person over there telling you to sit up straight. Yeah. And, you know, that's the kind of thing people have as with relates to martial arts is discipline. Discipline. Yeah. <laughs> listen to your teacher. Listen to your teacher. Um, mm-hmm. Which, of course, there is that element, of course. Yeah. Um, no, it's the discipline about coming back every week, practicing, practicing, practicing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, to to get to the point where what do they call it Wu Wei and 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 and, uh, and <coughs> excuse me mm-hmm. Wu Wei in China as in letting no mind yeah um, so that you practice it so that especially the physical it can be done with the mental as well but especially with the physical it's the, to quote the great Bruce Bruce Lee I don't hit it hits itself which means I've trained it to that point where mm. I don't have to think about this movement, that movement just happens. Mm. Just and that happens. frees up all the important functional areas of the brain to 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 um, to break down, to monitor more important things in your environment. Yeah. The, the micro signals that a person may give you, for instance, in a self-defense situation, all that sort of stuff, or in the ring, being able to read your opponent, instead of worrying about what move you're going to do yourself. You know, yeah. you, the body and the brain are connected and they know how to do it. Yeah. So it's that's, that's the kind of discipline to reach that kind of that state, let's say yeah. they would call no mind. Um, it takes discipline to get there. It takes thousands and thousands thousands of repetitions and yeah. movement and, and mind. And the same thing, you know, applies across the board it's this is why martial arts is a great principle uh, sorry a great base it's uh, it's why the book of five rings by Miyamoto Musashi was so popular in the business world because it's a tra- they're transferable skills yeah they're very transferable skills yeah absolutely no that, that that's that's quite sure digress now I mean would you say the direction that your life has taken to the martial arts area was, um, would, would you say that was sort of intentional as your journey progressed or you just stumbled onto it by accident through a number of things that were happening in your life? So where I am now? Uh, yeah, like the, the martial arts space. Well, the martial arts space was just something that I was taken to by my mother and I, and I, and I connected with. I learned mm. 12 moves in the first session. Yeah. You know, my coach wanted me to go on to fight in the Commonwealth and then Olympic Games. Yeah. But I left it for music. So that's kind of where that ties mm-hmm. in. I stopped mm. doing it for music for quite a while. Then I got back into it. I got into Muay Thai. I got into Jeet Kune Do and various other things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I came back to that. But the, you know, the martial arts has definitely led me to where I am now. Right. Two ways about it. It's yeah. quite interesting. The two best, 
because I pulled, I've got a big thing full of all different qualifications from anti-terrorism to, to sports nutrition. Yeah. Um, and I pulled out my old high school or secondary school qualification yeah. sheet, which was very small. Um, but the two things I got great marks in back then when I was like 14. And this, this, this says something about the education system as well, because they try and guide you to your career. My two yeah. best my, my two best um, grades were in PE physical education mm -hmm. and biology. Oh wow! <laughs> which are the two skills? <laughs> um, which are the two skills that I apply now? <laughs> yeah, wow! That, that's that's quite interesting, isn't it? Because uh, show you there, whether consciously or unconsciously, but. There was something that you were good at originally that has led you to, to where you are now. But I mean, in that in that phase, I mean, obviously now you are into martial arts. But if events had turned out different and you are not introduced here, could you see yourself doing something else different to martial arts, for example? Oh no, I mean, I am a martial artist. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. that. You know, that is. I've got. You know, I've got a shelf up here that I call my spinning yeah. shelf. Uh -huh. I'll just show you this. I'll unplug this. This is a bit impromptu, but oh, so wow. that's, my spirit, yeah. that's my spirit shelf, right? Yeah, so no, I'm, that's, that's you know, and that's based off of a book I read called Warrior's Way by a man called Robert the Rock, which yeah. is, and the, the philosophy is dealing with the, there's, you know, there can be up to five different people inside you. Yeah. So up there I've got, you know, the warrior, the sage, the protector, the watcher, that type mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. Represented yeah. by a samurai, a meerkat, a dragon, uh, mm -hmm. and it's Yoda, but I've also got Ochi up there as well now. Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, the warrior, the martial artist is, you know, that is just one of those yeah. parts mm -hmm. of me that won't ever go anywhere. You know, yeah. that's that will change. Even if I, which I probably never will, stop kind of practicing martial arts, mm. I'll always teach them. I teach young mixed martial arts students. I teach, I teach Thai boxers. I teach yeah. grapplers. Um, and I love to do that. Yeah. So I don't think that will change anytime soon. It's just over the next, I'm 40 years old now. So wow. over the next couple of years, I'm mm. going to stop sparring. Um, because I want to preserve my brain for the rest of my life. <laughs> so I'm going to stop getting hit, punched in the head really hard. Yeah. Uh, that will change, but I'll never stop teaching. As I like to say, I want to be the old guy sitting in the corner, you know, yeah. playing with his beads while the young mm. ones train. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll do my my um, equivalent of, of training. You know, my, my training will adapt and change over the yeah. years to, to suit my current state of being, you know. Yeah. But I'll always do it. That's always yeah. going to be part of me. The martial artist, the healer is there to stay. It's yeah. there to stay now. Like that's not going anywhere. I love doing that too much. And that's another thing that <clears throat> that was something I didn't certainly didn't seek out. It was just my my love, my passion, and my study are what led yeah. to it being a thing. Yeah. Like so I never really had an interest in going and studying physiotherapy. All right. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I mean, I can I, I can openly and happily say that I that I do things with people that physiotherapists have never been able to do with them. Mm -hmm. Um, 
if you're into football, I actually I can talk about it openly now. But yeah. um, I actually almost carved out my own niche in the football world. Yeah, it was one of my first big success stories. Uh, he was told that he would be in a wheelchair in a couple of years, mm. but he ended up in my my doorstep as a last ditch attempt, and he's out traveling the world being a scout for a premiership football team in Scotland called Hibernian or Hibs yeah. FC. Yeah, Hibs. Yeah, no, Hibs. Yeah. And one day he was at a scouting thing and he hands in his report and the head scout goes, I've never seen this before. What's this? And he's like, oh, this is just a little bit on how the guy moves and so on and so forth. Hmm. And he's like, I want more of that. Do more of that. And he mm -hmm. says, I can do you one better. I can give you the guy that taught me. So he got in contact with me. And yeah. what was happening is I was going along on scouting uh, expeditions, but I was doing biomechanical scouting. So I was looking at the player they were thinking of buying. Mm -hmm. And I only got to do it twice. I'm not going into the story of why I, I can't. I, I'm not doing it anymore, but mm -hmm. basically my fault. Um, but also politics. Again, that's mm -hmm. a whole other story i would love to talk to you again alex yeah, absolutely um, absolutely you know and talk about you as well but the nuts and bolts is the two times i did it i predicted what and when they would get an injury and wow. successfully those times i was able to tell them like and break it all down in words yeah um and they've got like they had like an eighty thousand pound a year physiotherapist working for them at, wow. at the time yeah and stuart told me a funny just to end on a funny story told me a story that they were sat at a, just a training match mm -hmm. and the physio was there and he handed the physio my report and went you know do that and the physio was just baffled trying to read my report and figure out decipher what it actually meant it's yeah. not in code i just i haven't coming back to teaching myself i haven't been trained professionally by anyone to do this this yeah. is just through you know, my, my love, my passion, and my edu my self-education and yeah. my commitment, you know, which we can bring under the umbrella of discipline yes. um, toward, towards doing it. So the, my system is, is just something that's in here. Yeah. You know, it's not anyone else's. It's something I've developed mm. away from anything, you know, uh, formal. It's completely informal even yeah. in the way that I wrote it. Wow. So, you know, if there's anyone, you know, anyone listening to this, if there's a piece of advice I could do that is, you know, get some formal training, but you have to break outside that that dogma and put your own thing to it, you know? And yeah. I get formal training in the sense of my personal training level three, where I absolutely loved the anatomy and physiology of yeah. it. I mean, that, and that's how much of a geek I am. I'm quite happily sitting and look at that for an hour. Oh, no. <laughs> That's you know, so that I can see when I look at someone, I can see the inside of their body, and then yeah. when I do certain things, I know what's going on. Yeah, and um, along with watching weird videos and stuff. <laughs> um, <coughs> so yeah, we, you know, if, if we if we rely just on that formal education, and I met a bunch of physios that were in the NHS that suffered from exactly that. They were good at their job, but they weren't allowed to do it. Um, wow. get, not that they weren't allowed to do it, they had to do it in this, this in is the box, this is the yeah. and this is what you apply to everyone in the yeah. six weeks. Yeah, because they have to operate within regulations and within certain books, isn't it? Yeah, brilliant. So uh, just uh, conscious of the time, 
how can people find you and how you know what is it that you offer if people are interested in your story and maybe you know get some more training and support or mentorship or something with yourself well i'm actually over this over this last year i've actually been fine-tuning mm -hmm. being able to do what i do via a video format yeah. so i can actually do this stuff very efficiently because i've done it with three people now yeah uh, two two recovered their back one removed pain from their shoulders and their arms and stuff and currently working on getting rid of uh, the feeling of numbness in their hands that they've suffered yeah. for seven years um and i'm quite confident we'll be able to do that as well yeah. so i can do this in an online fashion mm -hmm. um i am i pretty much came off of social media um, but I can still, I, I do have a Facebook account, yeah. but I don't, I don't use it. I only use it for business. Yeah. Um, so I don't log into Facebook, scroll and interact on that anymore. Mm -hmm. So there's a few ways people can get a hold of me. Obviously they can email me at yeah. functional living. <clears throat> that's functional living at hotmail.com. Yeah. That's my most common email address. Mm -hmm. I'm on Instagram as that body mechanic. I just that recently changed mechanic. the name to yeah. that body mechanic. So I'm on there. I can be found on there. Although again, I don't really post on my personal profile much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I look to. I don't know. I'm just. I'm just not good with it. Number one. <laughs> but I put the time into. I put the time into the business pages. So obviously, I've got my optimal ability. Yeah. Uh, Functional Health Academy. And yeah. next month, I'm going to be launching. A big project, which I wish I had time to talk about just now, is mm -hmm. the Online Health Academy, yeah. which is basically going to bring health professionals together in one place at a very affordable price online mm -hmm. where you can access their unrestricted information because that's yeah. one of the things. Like a dentist, I know he left dentistry because the only work really is in the NHS and it's just one in, one out, one in, one, constant, 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 constant. He is yeah. a helper at like, he loves to help as well, so it, it's really hard for him to work in that environment because he was constricted mm. and he yeah. couldn't do the job that he wanted to do. Yeah. So the idea with this is to re to hopefully attract, but also I'll need to reach out to people out there like that that just want a forum where lots of yeah. people like-minded can get together and share yeah. quality health information. You know, yeah. obviously I'll bring my twist to it and the stuff that I do. Yeah, but. Yeah. I want to get academics and all that kind of thing involved. So yeah, no, that that's brilliant. I think Douglas, this was a a very good test of uh, you know you uh, you know as a person and what you're doing and what you bring. And I'm quite fascinated, especially you know that field of martial arts. And uh, maybe I think we will probably arrange another session. Where we can explore. Love to, Alex, yes, detail, we yeah. can talk very long time yes absolutely because there's just so much in that field that we can unpick in and how it, it can uh, relate to uh you know business as well and just general personal development of people either physically absolutely. mentally and in all other aspects of life so there's just a lot there so i know it's it's good that I, at least we had the, this quick chat to explore the big items and then we'll get to catch up and explore the details so thank you very much Douglas, for catching up with with me today and uh yeah I'm conscious of the time but yeah you know enjoy the rest of your day and uh yeah we'll, we'll, we'll link up again and we'll arrange another session yeah Brilliant. Brilliant. and thank you alex um, 
I listened to a couple of your podcasts before I um, came on and I really enjoyed them. I especially like the one about Smile. That is a lesson I teach to my young <laughs> students especially. Yeah, I'd love to go, I would love an opportunity to talk to you yeah, all, talk about all that with you. That would yeah. be great. Brilliant. Thanks for that, Douglas. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cheers. Okay. Take care. Okay, Alex. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye.